pull it out the coop at the lot. Told him 12 for swat. Busting all the bells out the box. I just hit a leaf with the box. Had to put the stick in the box. Mm. Pull up the whole damn seal. I'ma get lazy. I got the mojo deals. We been trapping like the 80s. She signed it. So, got the cash out. Told him why, but no. Say slash slash. I won't never sell my soul. And I can take that. And I Welcome back, niggas, to the stop at Central and Halsey. <clears throat> I just want to apologize for everything I'm, that that comes after this. Like it ain't my fault. Oh, you want to tell it the ain't people? my fault. It's me, Leah D. Follow me on Instagram, a ray eighty eight, bitch. Next, you want to you want to tell people why you apologizing? I'm high as hell. Like okay. <laughs> great, and I'm then I'm yeah, you know, welcome, guy. It's Tay Tay. You can follow me at Tay's House of Vinyl. Y'all ready for this episode? It's going to be in rare form. School is over. Happy, happy end of the school years. Happy end of the school year. I got a little glow. You see my glow? They can't see it, but. But I see it. I see your glow. School Um, is over. I'm happy. Free as a bird until August. Does it, did it feel, does this school year feel like the school year that never ends? Yeah, like I kind of so I also feel like school was over in March, like <laughs> right. Technically, like, it was like, over. Yeah, it was over. I feel like this is like the second coming of school being over, um, and I it's strange because I feel that I missed the energy of the kids. There was mm-hmm. like NGDA, all the NGDA celebrations are on Zoom. Mm-hmm. Um, How the fuck y'all do it? NGDA? There's some shit y'all just gonna have to not do, like just not have. Like you, y'all don't have to do an NGDA it, celebration on Zoom. They, a lot of it was videos. They did sing and sign a day as a YouTube thing. Mm-hmm. Ago. But um, school, I feel like school we left at a weird state because no one knows if we're going back in person. So yeah. it's like unresolved. I just seen an email that said the comeback, like possibilities, um, a hybrid schedule mm-hmm. and online, which I expected. I'm cool with, not going to complain, but I'm happy school is over because I'm tired of Zoom. I'm tired of phone calls, last minute stuff. Mm-hmm. I ain't have nothing to talk about. The kids ain't have nothing to talk to me about at the end because we all going through the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, me too, sis. Uh, yeah, that's, I had a lot of me too. Like, yeah, Miss King is going through the same thing, you know? Um, so it's done. It's been an interesting school year. This is the end of my ninth school year when we roll into August. My 10th school year as a social worker when we roll into the 2021 school year um so i, I i'm excited i just i'm proud of that i guess i just ma'am you gotta stop clapping your hands oh i'm sorry <laughs> i didn't even realize it you know i like always talk on my hands um but i'm happy that i have been in the game the school social work game rolling into 10 years you are og yeah you got years in the belt i do Cheers to you and in this school year and thank you very much. Did you clean out your office and everything or you hey, I went to the school today to get, grab some books off my desk, but we didn't have to really my office pretty much was clean. I mean mm-hmm. on the 13th, I pretty much grabbed all my stuff, everything I needed. 
Yeah. The building was deep cleaned. To, like when we got there today, there were signs all over the building that said, this space has been deep cleaned. Don't enter. And I'm like, I'm entering my office, but I came to get some stuff. Um, so yeah, they had teacher. The week we left was uh, our teacher appreciation week. You know, we always celebrated before the whole world. Yes. Um, and they had the letters that the kids wrote us that we never got. So that was cool um, mm-hmm. to get today. Some little sunshine um, at the end of this long journey of three Fair months. Enough. And that's it. That's all, that's all I got. Well, any, what you doing for the summer? Um, reading, being outside in nature. Um, I guess hanging with my boo. I, I I hope that at the end of this year I can like my plan is to be able to play it like a set or like a DJ set. That's What's like, a, like how long is a set? It depends on. I mean, a set can be however long you want it to be. Uh, like for you though, like when you say, oh, I want to be able to play it a set. Oh, maybe like an hour and some change, probably. Oh, okay. The thing is, you do that all the time. Yeah, sort of. Yeah, when my uncle first started teaching me, I have a, I have audio, like a recorded one that I've done the very first time I played. So it's not the first time I've done it, but I just haven't. Mm -hmm. But I have it sitting on my computer, like the first time I've mixed by myself, like two years ago, maybe a year and a half ago. How does it sound? Do you listen to it often? Uh, I haven't listened to it in a while. Occasionally. Um, but yeah, that's it. You know, living a yeah. dream. You know, I sprayed my ankle last. <laughs> I how did, yes. How did let you me tell you. Ankle? So I didn't know I said, you sprained your ankle till I looked at the notes. Right. So I didn't really tell anybody because one, we're home. I didn't break it. I just and you know when you tell black people stuff, everybody thinks they're a doctor, and I didn't want to hear all that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, right. Ice. I, I didn't, I really just was not here for it. Like, I had an attitude with myself to begin with. So, to have anybody tell me anything else, I was just going to frustrate you. So, so, how did you do it? Walk us through it. My mother. So, I'm going to paint this picture for y'all. I'm at the park. I usually walk by myself. That day, I decided to call my friend Brittany because we live around the corner. Oh. I'm like, okay, Britt. She was like, first, she said she wasn't coming, right? This was the setup. Then, as I'm like five minutes from the park, she's like, I'm getting dressed. I'm going to meet you. Bet. So I was doing, if anyone knows Girl Trek, they've been mm-hmm. doing one day meditation. I was like consistent. I have not done it all week. I've seen you. So I had to make up a day. So I was like, I'm going to walk Saturday. We loop around Wanaco Park. And then Brittany's like, oh, I got time. Let's do another one. So on the second round, she decided she was going to run. I said, fine. So then I'm like walking behind her. And she's like, oh, I'm going to stop and do like some burpees and stuff like that. And you know when people go to the park and uh, practice on a bench, like mm-hmm. press and stuff like that. I was like, oh, Britt, we can do this exercise where you like, you're facing the bench and like you like do high knees and tap your foot. And then mm. you know, my ankle and I was on the ground. It happened in a matter of 30 seconds. Poppy on the side was exercising. <laughs> he was like, mommy, and you called 911. Brittany was like, <laughs> this is how I know when I felt it was dramatic. <laughs> there was an old couple sitting on a bench like a couple feet from us and they were like and then Brittany there was a like black people walking and Brittany was like they didn't even ask if you was okay I'm like this is fine what saved me because I probably would have broke it I had a sneaker on where my ankle it was I can tie it to the top like it was a high oh oh um, yeah that probably that kept your ankle in place that's what kept me in place because I drove home from the park I said when I get home this ankle won't swell up 
The adrenaline. Yep. You probably was walking adrenaline. Already, yeah, I already was going to Walgreens to grab something. So when I went to Walgreens, I got me some more ace bandages. I got me like a little makeshift brace. And then <laughs> by the evening and Sunday morning, I was hopping around this book. Ooh. Oh, you should go to urgent care and get an x-ray. And my, oh, I said, y'all going to take me? Because it was my driving foot. <laughs> so this is really why I didn't really say anything. Because I was just aggravated with myself for like 24 hours. Because I'm clumsy. But I'm fine now. The swelling went down. The guy at urgent care told me to just ice it. Mm-hmm. So decided to tell me he used to be a trainer for some basketball team. Why he was... Uh, Who asked you, sir? Checking <laughs> my ankle out. I was like, okay, sir. I'm in urgent care. I'm trying to get out. There's a thousand people in here trying to get COVID tested. He's like, for COVID tested? I was like, ma'am, I just told you I'm coming for my ankle. Don't ask me no more. I'm not coming to get, I don't have any symptoms. I want you to look at my ankle. Because now. Did you get moved faster because you didn't have COVID symptoms or what a COVID? No, symptoms? it was the same thing. Everything is a kiosk. But I appreciate it. I got to scan my license and my insurance card. That was fast. Mm-hmm. Oh world, but yeah, that's what happened. That's why my ankle. I'm trying to ice it while we're recording, and I'm not successful. So I'll just wait until we're done. Well, sprinkles to your ankle. I hope it. I yeah. hope it gets better. Um, I've been riding my bike. I see you at the park every morning. I finally got it fixed. I got the seat adjusted. I think I need to like get the handlebars raised higher. But I have tomorrow will be a. Uh, like a week straight I've been doing it I didn't bike today but I worked out today because I'm like trying to incorporate some crossfitting um biking is hard as hell it's fun but it's hard as hell and it makes me think about how when I was younger I used to bike everywhere and never got tired and now I'm just like damn you fucking tired what time I, I've been seeing you up early in the morning what time yeah early Cause you know, I take my mom to work so my mom be at, has to be to work at seven so I'll she we leave the house at like six I'll drop off at her job I'll go to Kalila's house and get my bike. And I'll be usually at the park at around 7. I'm usually done by like 8, 8.30. Um, I got started making park friends. Like, because I've seen oh, people cute. multiple days. A lot of people come up to me and be like, it's funny how people <laughs> just be like, "That's a, where'd you get that bike from? Or like, I want a bike. I'm just learning so much about people's aspirations to get a bike. Um, I'm well, also bike, noticing more people on bikes now because of... Bikes seem to be uh, sold out. A lot yeah, of they are sold out everywhere. You can't everywhere. Like, I went to a bike shop to get a seat like three weeks ago, and he wasn't even open. He was like, "I can't even open because I don't have anything. I don't oh. have anything." Um, well, listen. Shout out to everybody trying to you know get fit. And yeah. Fit. So, but you I like seeing people outside. I appreciate seeing people outside. Yeah, I want I want a bike, but I want to you know I want uh I'm not gonna say a cute bike, but you know the old school bike with the basket. I want a yellow. You want a cruiser. You want a cruiser. I want a cruiser. Yes. I need a cruiser because you want a yellow cruiser. I'm accident prone. I can ride a bike, but let me tell y'all how now. I think I said the last time we recorded, yeah, I said I wanted to um, order skates. Mm-hmm. That's over. The Lord, this is why I think this happened. The Lord was like, let me let me tell you, let me give you a reminder why you should order them skates. Yeah, cause no, no, yeah, <laughs> no. I listen when I was like got on my bike once it was like ready to ride. I like had to ride on the sidewalk a couple times because. It's funny how they make the joke of being like, it's easy like riding a bike or it's like getting back on a bike. There's like a little gray area in that because like getting back on a bike is not easy. <laughs> I was like scared I was going to fall. And as you get older, I remember when I was younger, I was like, oh, I don't care if I fall, I fall. I was like terrified of falling. I was terrified. So I was like, if I fall, I'm too old to break something. 
I don't want to be yeah. out here. When you're younger and you fall, people are quick to rush to you and be like, oh, are you okay? I feel like if you're an adult and you fall, niggas just going to like walk past you or look at you crazy. When in all actuality, the adults are the one that needs the attention because it's hard to get the fuck back up. But biking bones is fine. Don't, don't bounce back like they used to. No. Sometimes your bones don't even bounce back and them just break. <laughs> Which is terrible. Is what I'm saying. So, oh my ankle. Let me give it like another week and I should be. It's just sore at the moment. Yeah. you. It, I mean, it'd be sore for a while, but as long as it's yeah. not broken, keep icing oh, it. Oh, you know what other crazy thing happened this week? So the day what? I sprayed my ankle, I'm sitting here all salty, whatever, and I was like trying to take a nap, but I couldn't. I just couldn't relax. So I might get an Instagram notification from this page that I follow called Woman in Vinyl. Mm, mm-hmm. The tag was a combination of all these black collectors and women music engineers and DJs. And when I saw that post, my emotional butt started crying. But the reason why is because I was tagged. I felt like I was included in this space. And like I'm a fairly new collector, and I was I'm an inspiring DJ. And last week I had the the virtual vibes and jams with my friends. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, you had talked to us about that. And to be included in a space with like what my favorite DJ, and I've met her before like at an event. I just couldn't keep it together. I was just like, how are you added to this list? It was just it was just crazy to me. But it was about people looking at you. People are looking at you. And I was just like, you know, people, you just. You gotta, when you are doing, like, people admire your work and you don't even realize it. And I just, mm-hmm. and I was just like, oh, this is dope. Especially like, when it's authentic to you. It yeah, is, it was very it, authentic. And I, and the picture that she used is literally, I had just posted the picture the day before. Um, from when I did Virtual Vibes and Jams with my overall, my crates and records. Yes, yes. So I was, I just like, I seen it and I was like, a tear rolled down my face. And I was like, I'm on the right, I'm on the right path. That's how I felt. <laughs> Yep, you feel like you got a, a sign from the universe and be like, yep, yeah. you're supposed to be doing this. I was this. like, I'm on, on my way. But the virtual vibes and jams was also great. It was cool. I had, uh, I think there was maybe about 25 people on the call. My whole group showed up and was showing out on Zoom. I saw that. That was great. Um, which was hilarious. They were like blowing kisses at each other. And this is how you know you ain't seen your people in a long time. Oh, like, in the <laughs> mid- I was in the middle of telling a story about a record and I see... Nakai and Ayana blowing each other kisses and like having private chats in the Zoom. Because they met each other. Yep. And they I was just other. like, yeah, I would cut it. But it was cool. Um, the, the conversation it was in between, in the middle of it, and one of the, someone asked me if I was a DJ. And I was like, this, I had to get my life together. Um, it's together, but I just need to be confident about it. That's the thing. That's summertime. The, yeah, summertime. Summertime. So it, was, summertime. it was a good uh, end of the week, even though uh, I sprayed my ankle. It was a great week, and I spread my ankle. So I did a, I also did a fun Zoom thing. One of my good friends, Amber, and her family. It's the karaoke. Yeah, no, it's not. It's like a versus. It's like a versus. Yes, that's what I mean. Yeah, where yeah. basically Amber is the champion. She has not lost yet. I am actually battling her. Not this weekend, but next weekend. I was a judge last weekend. I'm a judge this weekend. But essentially, it's like what the stars do for versus, except like we're not, yeah, we're not yeah. artists. But um, they have these categories. I think we do like 20 categories. And like for one, like say for instance, one category is like cleanest rap song. It's up to us <laughs> to like pick like the cleanest rap song. And you, the song just battle. And yeah, yeah. the judges tally it up. It's really, really fun. That sounds fun. To come up with some cool categories. So I will post the flyer when I am. Maybe I will battle Amber. She hasn't lost yet, but she is battling a new person. He could win. But either way, uh-huh. I'll be going 
next weekend and I'll make sure I, I put the flyer to the social. Uh, I saw you share it on Instagram. I was like, oh, this looks fun. Yeah, so y'all should, I mean, it's, it's Sunday. You should come see how it is, but also make sure I come see when I battle either Amber yeah. or this other DJ. Um, share the Zoom link. Fun. I will share the Zoom link. That'll be a good time. Um, all right, okay. let's get into it. So let's get into it. Um, the mayor, I'm gonna just share this because it's real quick. And Aliyah, before she says anything slick, and y'all know she she has a lot going on right now, so I want to get it in before her ass say something. The mayor, Raz Baraka, dropped the poetry video that I appreciated. It was one of the poems he shared during the um fundraiser. I just wanted to share that it was, you know, he has been sharing poetry and inspirational things on his uh, daily updates. Aliyah, stop making faces because <laughs> I'm trying not to laugh. I just appreciate it. I think because of everything that's going on, it is a nice sentiment and it's something to empower the folks. So he dropped a video. It was recorded at uh, Symphony Hall, I believe. It had some young folks in it. It was, I enjoyed it. So, okay, let's, 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 let's pause what? here and just let's think what? about this. When he does the poetry, is it at the opening of the announcement or at the end? Is it like an interlude oh. the poetry? Oh, usually it's at the end. Oh, he, like, closes you out with it. Yeah, he closes it out because he's giving, this is, like, on his daily updates. It's because he's giving all this information that sometimes in the comments, he yells. Now, one of my favorite uh, activities is to either look at Facebook comments or articles. People be like, I remember one time he wore a scarf and somebody was like, what is that scarf he had on, like, one of the earlier weeks? Honestly, sometimes when I go on to watch the North updates. You just did for the comments. I'm just there for the comments because people be wild. And I'm like, he, and this is at the beginning. Sometimes he plays like music. It'd be like Marvin Gaye playing And people be going in in the first part. He don't even be saying nothing. And I'm like, can y'all let them breathe? Like, we in a pandemic. What y'all want them to do? Wait, they say be mad. Like, they'll, like, he'll be playing Marvin Gaye and they'll be like, y'all niggas ain't pick up my garbage yet. Or yeah, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Like, people be asking about all the personal things that's happened on their block. I'm like, this My is- cousin got shot, and they holding him against his will. What's up with Black Lives Matter? Oh, oh, I could. I, so, yeah. But the poem that he performed, like, for the video, is the poem he showed, he um, did it during the fundraiser that we talked about um, the last time we recorded. I wonder when he got time to write poetry. Like, not even being smart. Like, I think he got a hard job. Like, when the fuck he Yeah, like, I don't think this was something... Yeah, I don't think this was a new, new poem, like a brand new poem. But he's a poet, though, right? He yeah, like he's a yeah, poet. That's I wonder, like, when does he, I wonder when does he, uh, I'm, that's a good question. I don't really want to interview him, but if I had to, I would ask him, like, well, when do you write your poetry? Because, like, when do you have time? Motherfuckers be getting killed. And not saying it's your fault, but you just, that's just part of your job. Like, when the fuck do you have time to write poetry? Yeah, or just time for himself, period. I'm yeah. And he got a new baby, like. Wow, Okay. Moving on. I just, I just um, wanted to share that. Uh, so you want to talk about these white people acting up in this in Kitty Claw? Um, go for it. I just <laughs> white people, y'all need a timeout. I really, if just the whole white race could just find a corner, turn around collectively, look in the corner and shut the fuck up. Like, they are acting up. And some of them are acting up in, like, racist, bigot ways. Like, there's more than one way to act up, and all white people across across all spectrums are acting up in their respective ways. The racist people are being super racist and acting the fuck up, and then the people who want to be allies, because that's a new... Uh, that's a new word. That's a new hot, that's a new hot word. Y'all are also acting the fuck out. Um, 
prime example, Nancy Pelosi <laughs> and Chucky Schum. Yep. Who the fuck said I would who I, I just want to speak to the person that was like, <laughs> we need to make a statement. Who the fuck was like, Kente Cloth? Kente Cloth and was confused. I remember, you know, sometimes the first news you see is on Instagram if you scroll one. And I see all these people posting Nancy Pelosi and it's Kente Cloth. And I was like, what is happening? So I know they were kneeling for George Floyd for the eight minutes, but I just, I also want to know whose idea it was. Who the fuck said Kente Cloth? I just, I mean, I just did you see a meme? The meme about the intern, did they say um, the black intern yes. that emailed to order the Kente Cloth? The Carrie Washington face? Yes. He had the person in. And then, and then there was another one with a little boy that was like the like the person who fulfills the kid they call when they look at the news today. It's it's white people do not like being helpless. I think white people just don't like not having the answers on how to make things better. And this is why we are getting people acting out because I Chucky Shoon, Nancy P. They look like it was a lot. Like they was going to graduation. They look like they were, um, what's our character in um, Girlfriends? Not the one that was half white. Um, Lynn. They look like they were Lynn's parents. And like, that's some shit Lynn's parents would do at her graduation. Or Lynn's uh-huh. grandparents, because she's yeah. biracial. I, <laughs> where they get the kid they call from? Um, I, I find that to be hilarious. I have also been victim, and I'm going to say victim of... Um, white people feeling the need to reach out to me and apologize or to check in with me have you been getting calls from any like white friends and co-workers ex-co-workers like I've gotten like four or five calls where people were like hey just checking up on you how are you feeling I got one but it wasn't specific like it wasn't like a, I knew why the text was coming but it, the first I don't even remember what she said at first but it wasn't like how you doing it was it was more of, and it was a friend that I've had conversations with before. So we mm-hmm. pretty much were just talking about it. I didn't feel like she was trying to check on me. But I do know that's been happening to people. It's a lot happening. Mm-hmm. I'm, I am almost tired of talking about it because I am like, do y'all want to talk about it because you really want to talk about it? Or do you want to talk about it because the world is telling you you should be talking about it? I feel like everybody is just responding. Yes. Like, just being like, the, I should do something. I should, that's why I'm saying like, if, people feel like they gotta if do I something. Get, if I get another email from a brand oh. about their supporting black life, like, I, I got another one today from the skincare company that I use. And it's like, we just want to make a statement. Like, y'all should have been making statements before. Like, I'm you, tired of motherfuckers making statements. I want everybody you to make, make this is, Everybody is just responding at this point. Mm-hmm. And I just, I'm tired, I'm just over it. I am also, like, I don't know how to feel. Like, I know we shouldn't stop talking about it because, like, this is an ongoing thing, but then I also am, like, overwhelmed by just a lot of things that are happening. Every day is another statement. Every, and I, and I, every new person that I talk to, I feel like instead of them asking, it's so weird, every new person I've interacted with, they've been like, how are you feeling? And I'm just like, I don't know what I'm supposed to say to them. Do you mean, I think, I think they want, I think how are you feeling is code for how angry, like, how angry are you? Or not even how angry are you? Like, I want you to know that I'm watching TV. I want you to know that I see you. Cause I feel like they're, all the white allies are just like, 
finally being like, I need to be accountable. I need to do something, but I don't think they know what to do. I think they just feel like they need to react. And I'm like, now y'all are becoming annoying because also white people, it is not black people's responsibility to teach you about them. And you have to understand that you may encounter black people who are happy to do it and sure, go for it. And then you also may encounter black people that don't want to do it. You will also encounter black people who is who are wiser nonetheless. But I think that relates to a bigger issue that like white people think that all black people are the same because like they don't even I like I feel like they don't even see us as individuals, they just see us as a black person. So like, oh black people are angry. I don't I want black people to know that I'm an ally. I don't want them to be angry, so I'm just going to show them that I'm an ally, like prove myself as an ally and like you proving yourself as an ally means way much more than you looking me in my eyes and can make an eye contact with me and telling and asking me how the fuck I am. I. There are so many mm-hmm. other things you can fucking do. Um, so that's weird, white people. Y'all got to get that shit together, um, especially because I feel like we're going to be doing this for a while. I don't want to be continuously asked and looked and locked eyes with and be like, how old am I doing? How the fuck would you be doing if you watch somebody that looked like you get choked out on TV for eight minutes and 46 seconds? Okay. I probably feel yeah. the same way. No, I mean, I think that's why we got a. That was Dave Chappelle's response. Like mm. that, literally, when his new his new stand up just came out, literally was his his response. Yeah. Like, if you haven't seen Dave Chappelle stand up, so I like the I I like Dave Chappelle. I think he's funny. I like the Chappelle Show. Ever mm-hmm. since he was um Ricky and um Nutty Professor was that his name? Yeah. Did you was, watch his uh, Kennedy Center honors? I did not watch that one. I did watch not watch it. that one yet. I'm going to watch it after this because before that, I was like, oh, Dave Chappelle is really, really good. In this Netflix special, I really was like, no, that nigga's a genius. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, no. He's he fucking is. brilliant. Like, his whole delivery of it, I just was like, oh, he's fucking brilliant. Like, the way comedians are great because, like, the way really good comedians can take a serious issue make you feel the seriousness of it, but also at a very, very tense or intense moment, do something to make you laugh. Not so, not laugh so hard where you forget like what's happening, but like laugh, laugh enough to ease the tension so you can get ready for what he throws at you next. Um, it was, that was, that was amazing. And it wasn't long. Yeah, it was, I was it telling. Was, it was quick. It was like 27 minutes. Long. It was like 20 minutes. I was telling my friend, I was like, do you know how, you know that comedians work, a lot of comedians sometimes work on material for months and sometimes even years. And like, he probably wrote this probably in a span of four weeks or less. And yeah, it was I think the date, amazing. the date was on there when they first opened. Second. Oh, it was June 2nd. It was June 2nd. It was literally, yeah. This is yeah, like. So 10 days, he did it, he recorded ago. it 10 days ago. So he probably had to do some prep work leading up to that. But like, it was amazing. You should, Everybody you should watch it. it. I kind of want, since all these uh, organizations and companies are like doing intentional DEI training and all this stuff now, like y'all should play that for people. Cause I would love to see, I would love to have a hidden camera and do these affinity groups where they separate people by race um, and like be a fly on the wall to play that in a white room. Because I guarantee you, I guarantee you some of the white people, some, there are some white people who consider themselves allies who will probably learn something or have their mind shifted in unbelievable ways just by watching that stand up. Because for me as a black person, I experienced that. 
I've been, yes, been, I've been in affinity Okay. <laughs> I've been in affinity groups before. Um, and, you know, I think all the black people in affinity groups are always just like wondering, like, basically what the fuck the white people got to say. Like, cause like, why do we need to have the conversation about what the black experience is like, oh, you fucking living this shit. Like, why do we always got to have the conversation? Why is it on us? And why are also we are the first people saying the first thing in the conversation? So this, that was my experience this week at work. Like literally, like I want someone mentioned to me if I ever heard of affinity groups and I hadn't, like now I'm fully aware of it, but to, to discuss, because we work in the school and we, te- and we teach black and brown kids, we needed to have this conversation. The downside of that is that we're not, because of COVID, we can't have this conversation in person. So mm-hmm. to on Zoom, to talk with my staff that's, you know, majority white and do this on Zoom was very overwhelming. And I was just like, why are we even doing this? But I know we need to have a conversation. So ideally with Zoom, you can have breakout groups. And then after the hour piece of it, and it was like, not guided questions, but people was putting on something they're feeling. We get back on the whole mainstream. And then we ended up on the call for like almost another two hours. It was exhausting. But when we got, when it was opened up, only the black people spoke first. And I was, and I had no plans on saying anything, but then I did. And I was just like, my first thing, I was like, I didn't even want to be on this call today because I didn't want to talk to y'all. That's literally what I said. I was like, I'm tired of talking to y'all. I was like, I'm tired talking. And I was like, I was frustrated that we even had to have this conversation today. But let me tell you how I feel. And then all of a sudden, the white people came in, right? And then it was just, I just found it exhausting and I'm tired of talking about it. I just want people to, I just need action at this point. Yes, I don't want no fucking promises. Just show me, show me your project plan and what the fuck you're going to do because yeah but now you know now everybody now you know there's all these instagram posts with all these books and ball and all this stuff i just see i literally just oh netflix curated like a like a black and tail i saw that yesterday i literally and this is for people listening all the books that you order please read them i just seen this before we start recording if you read them and don't be taking pictures of them and put them on instagram (laughs) fucking read them if you want to buy them read the books we're gonna give a midterm to the white people and be like let's see if you've been reading this shit yeah, all this, all these books. The books on anti-racism, like the New Jersey Association of Social Workers is doing a book club, um, and there's all these lists. And I'm sure, like these authors are getting all these uh, orders and stuff. But people read the books because if you don't, if you read them and don't understand it, what's the point? Like if yep. you have a conversation that's sitting on your bookshelf, don't order the damn book. Just read. Because yeah. I feel like this is now like what we're moving into, right? All the white people is going to be reading. Some of the black folks are going to be informed because we don't know everything. But and there's yeah. people that have other thoughts and opinions. But read the book so you can be informed. Because I know when we go back to work, like this is how I feel. Like, why I said I feel like we're leaving the school year on this sour note because we're going to have to go back. We're going to re- be recovering from COVID. Mm-hmm. That looks like, and we're also going to be recovering from what's happening in the world to black people. Right, yep. the kids and having these conversations, so we have to do this dual work all in the mm-hmm. same thing in these pandemics. And I'm just like, I, if y'all going, just read the book. Listen, and a warning to white people: don't think because you read them fucking five books and watched all them curated lists on Netflix that you could tell me about myself or tell me about mm-hmm. my people. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you will get cussed the fuck out. <laughs> I don't know if those books have prepared you for that, but don't think because you read it that you know every fucking thing, because you don't. 
Because if you knew every fucking thing, you wouldn't need to read the fucking books. Ooh. Moving on. Um, the country is opening back up, possibly. New Jersey is opening back up. Yes. Um, New Jersey's opening back up. I have a confession to make. I got a black market wax um, yep. two days ago. The opportunity presented itself. The wax opportunity? <laughs> yes. <laughs> the wax opportunity presented itself, and I took full advantage. Um, and I don't regret it. It was time. I said, like, the thing I wanted the most after this thing is over is a wax and a pedicure. Mm-hmm. I am halfway there. Um, I was afraid to get waxed. I thought that I was going to die because I hadn't gotten waxed since my birthday weekend. Sis. <laughs> so I <laughs> I, I'm aware. Like, to trim or not to trim. I was, I got so paranoid about being waxed. I noticed it was hot that I started watching what it looks like to get waxed on YouTube because I just wanted to prepare <laughs> myself for what was about to happen. It literally, I, I wasn't this nervous when I got my first wax. But she took care of me. I it was it wasn't bad. She was like, "What power to you?" I was thinking about yesterday. I was staring at my computer, looking at my wax lady schedule, and me and my friend Britt, we go to the same because I have a black wax. I have a black woman that waxes. She has her own space in union. She's been had one. Not after this happened for all y'all people now buying black. But that's yeah. Since I've been going to her, I discovered her now. I've been going to her for a year since last summer. Mm-hmm. Um, so Brittany texted me. She was like, "Girl, I went to go see sis." I said, "You got a wax." And I said, how was it? She was like, well, you know, she's keep, she already is clean. as clean, clean, yeah. Clean, but like she's only taking one person you at know, a time, mm-hmm, time mm-hmm. and booking things like that. And I'm just like, yeah, I need to go. But the hair salons is opening June 22nd. And made my braid appointment. The reason, I made my braid appointment. I go to family. Ooh. My cousin has been cutting my hair since I was 10. So I'm not concerned, but baby girl got a hair appointment on the first day it opened. I might be the first or second appointment. Listen, listen. I already made my braid appointment. I've been looking rough. It's too hot to wear head wraps. So I like to take off head wrap. I'm over it. And mm-hmm. I, I need my sides. I need a taper. I don't want to be Caesar cut. Yeah, no, I don't. This is like not even. That's too long. You're not going to keep the length? Too long. This is stressing me out. Girl. At the top. I know you're not gonna keep it on the side, but on the top, no, you're not gonna keep it. No, this is gonna have to come down. I need some dye. This is. Oh, so you gonna get it colored? February old dye. I ain't had my hair done since our birthday. Oh, yeah. Wow. Y'all know I'm a faithful two week hair appointment. I don't miss a hair appointment. Saturday mornings at eight thirty is my time. Mm-hmm. When I was in college, I was going Fridays. I was getting on the train. I was going Friday mornings at nine. Mm-hmm. I don't play with my hair appointments. And if it was my cousin, I probably wouldn't be going after this pandemic. But sis, Are you going to share what color you're getting or it's going to be a surprise? No, I think I'm probably going to be. I'm either going to be blonde or ash blonde. Something. Mm-hmm. But this right, y'all see my roots? No, they, they not will be able to see it. Right? I mean, y'all not going to see my roots, but if I happen to take a picture on my page, y'all can see all my, like, this is stress. And this is a <laughs> washing go. A washing uh, go. Yeah, I left the conditioner in it and I just put some loose in it. Cause I can't do nothing to it. I'm not twisting it. I tried that a couple weeks ago, and I was like, "This is whack." I'm not, oh, I remember. I, yes, yes, yes. I don't like doing my hair. I like to get yeah. up and walk out the door. I don't have time for this. I don't. I I feel you. I feel so, you. I'm speaking passionately about it because I love getting my hair done. It is my self care time. I love going to the hair salon. So yeah. I, I need that back in my life. So uh, speaking of hair salons opening, Phil Murphy who was the governor of New Jersey, 
lifted the stay at home order like two days ago. You you going out? You've been going out more. Like, where you gonna go when like the shit really opens? I don't want to really sit in a restaurant with people. I don't really understand this order being lifted because you still can't do much. I, Christmas tree shop open, which I found out, and I am excited about that. I what think you like, get? I love Christmas tree shop. Christmas tree shop is like Target to me. I'll just go walk around that. What? I'm, Christmas tree shop? Have you fucking been there? <laughs> no, I haven't. I see. Oh, this is why you're talking to me like this because you ain't never fucking been in there. Go to Christmas tree shop. Go to Christmas Where's tree it shop. Or 22? I go to one on 22. By um Outback, yeah, a little further up than Outback. Yeah, it's not in the same um thing, but oh. go to Christmas Tree Top. It's where the boss is, and then call me when you get out. Okay, but I great. Ain't nowhere else to go. I see uh I see Marshalls and Home Goods and all that stuff made announcements. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But like I don't. Mm-mm. I'm trying to pay. I'm trying to like be mindful of my spending. And I've like been like saving them. But more. I saved so much money because I ain't go nowhere. Yeah, pay and pay some bills down. I I mean the beach is crowded. Oh no, I'm not going to the. I don't really well, go to the Jersey Beach like that. Yeah, the beach is crowded, so I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to the farm. Uh, next week Tuesday. Yes. Farm. Remember last summer when I went to this uh pick sunflowers? Yes. Oh, are you going with G again? We not. I'm taking Shayla this week, but me and G, me and G will probably go back when the sunflowers open back up. Let me know. Let me know. Let me not know. Not sunflower season yet, but I'll let you know. This week I must be there sneezing, but I'll be there. You'll be fine. Take the algae pill. The lavender field is open, and it's mm-hmm. raspberry and blueberry picking. And like you, can, I could pick blueberry. Shut yeah, I'm going Tuesday. Go. You oh, go. Shit. Okay. Okay. Hold on. Let me know. We'll talk offline. We'll talk offline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I love, and I feel like I could do stuff like that. You can social distance at the farm. Like, I might tell Marte that. But that's something Marte would be interested in. She don't even know it, but I'll tell her. Yeah. I went to that farm literally after me and Gia went one time. We probably went back two more times. I took, we took my nieces and her daughter to like, they had pumpkin and apple picking. I love Where it. Where is it? Manap- Manapolin? Oh, Manapolin. Oh, I know that. Exactly. Manapolin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know yep. that's like. <laughs> Know what it is. Okay. It's like 45 minutes away. Yeah. It's cash only. It's cheap. You three dollars this for entry. A, I could pick blueberries, my nigga. I never yeah, they, got, they make let me tell you, they make fresh lemon, lemonade at the farm. Marte, we going. She don't even know it. Wait till she got a headphone in. But we going. I'm about we this. Going. Like, we going, we going. Yeah. Oh, you know how many great Instagram photos I can get? Fantastic. Yeah, girl, they got like a little bath. Like I might bring my like legitimate camera. It's lots of solo ops. I love the farm. I couldn't wait. That's gonna be my first outing after summer break to the farm, and I'll probably do this once a month. Fantastic. Um, I'll share the Instagram with you. It's about to be Juneteenth. Yes, we'll be. Yes, uh, so let's go. What you doing for Juneteenth? Are you? Yes, we we both got invited to the Juneteenth barbecue. Let me tell you. you, Before that text came, my group chat was already talking about planning a picnic. So literally after my friend was like, had this idea, she was like, oh, let's all get a picnic. I'm going to tell some people and make a flyer. That text came the next day. Then I saw somebody doing something in Branchbrook. And then all of a sudden, it was, everybody was sending out messages or I see on Instagram for Juneteenth picnic, which is fine. I mean, I already got a Juneteenth shirt. I had got one last year from Black Market Vintage. I was already ready to prepare it. Um, now today, I've seen a, a bunch of panels which is great. I'm happy people are talking about Juneteenth. Mm-hmm. 
Some jobs are giving it off, are giving Juneteenth off. I think Nike was one of them, I think. Yeah. Some jobs are giving Juneteenth off, so that's dope. Yeah, you want to tell the people what Juneteenth is? Juneteenth is the day that the last of the slaves got free. Like, it's our, it's like African-Americans or Black people's fourth of fucking July. Specifically in in Texas. In Texas. Yes. The last day. is AKA Freedom Day or Jubilee, which I think is a better name. Yeah, I like Jubilee. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yep. And it was in, um, funny thing enough, I know about Juneteenth because it was a girl. Well, I know about, I knew about it being, so before I went to college, I knew about Juneteenth, but I did not know it was specific to Texas. I learned that it was specific to Texas, specifically Galveston, because it was this girl that was on my dorm floor who was annoying. Her name was My Destiny. (laughs) And she was from Galveston, Texas. And she told us the Juneteenth story. My destiny, I, all the word. I love that name. She used to take a shit in the community bathroom <laughs> on her cordless and she and be on a cordless phone. Like she brought a cordless phone to college. Like I don't even. I knew cell phone. We had cell phones. Like the niggas. I didn't. I was like, you bought a like a whole ass phone. She used to be taking a shadoob in the bathroom and be on her she'd be on her cordless phone like his like she was at remember, her house in we had cordless phones in high school yes but did you i don't remember taking my cordless phone to college i had a cell phone yeah i don't even remember. i guess we had a room phone yeah i guess you're right yeah we had cell phones she was on that bitch thankfully <laughs> she would be up and down the hall and you know had the good cell phone hole where you don't not cell phone cordless phone hole where you hold it between yes your ear your shoulder especially if you sitting on the toilet yeah, she would be in. She would be coming out the bathroom. Do that look like that? Like, well, I'm glad. Sis, I'm glad sis kept you informed. That's how I, I knew. I thought Juneteenth was like just like the last day of freedom for all slaves, but no, it's the emancipation of the last mar- last remaining enslaved African Americans. Galveston, damn Texas. So Jubilee Day. Yes, um, I think people are celebrating in um in many ways. There's many ways to. Celebrate. I want some watermelon. I want some fried chicken. I want some grape soda. Some people that's what I'm gonna have. Uh, what is it? Community gatherings. I see a lot of posts for um the flag, um flag to be the Juneteenth flag raising Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. things. Some community service activities. Um, and sign like the yard signs. Mm -hmm. Thing going. I just see that during quarantine period. Everybody got yard yard signs up for stuff. Listen. You know I don't fuck with the hoteps, but I might have a little hotepery in me. Okay. The hotepery in me is saying, don't forget about coronavirus. This no. could be a setup. This could be a setup to give us our holiday off so we can all gather and get fucking coronavirus and die and they wipe us out. So I'm, I'm not a little hotepery like, in me. Yeah, I gotta wear that. y'all fucking masks. Okay. Because don't, yeah. regardless, like, don't forget coronavirus is still a thing. Like, it just did not fucking disappear. No, People's numbers are still going up. I'm glad you were saying that, because I also feel like with things opening, like, across the nation, there are some states that weren't as bad as we were that have seen a spike. Because mm-hmm, y'all niggas is out there. Disease and there's some, some doctor I seen on Instagram said that, you know, Trump is going to use the spike in high numbers and bring Talk about the protests. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Blame it on that the That white man had some whole temper in him. See? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so please still practice 
So stay safe and use body condoms. All right. Yep. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't see that coming. You didn't see that coming. Uh, you want to talk about... Uh, oh, well, first, let me get into your ass. Can you explain... I don't why even know why this you don't have your Instagram comments on it. People, I follow her on Instagram. There are times when she posts stuff that makes me laugh and posts something when I want to say something and I want to put my fucking thumb at the bottom of my screen to write a comment and sister had the comments turned off. Why can't we reply to your Instagram stories? Like, what is, tell us why. I don't like it. She turned it back on though because I finally had a public I, outcry. Yeah, when you sent that to me, I thought it was funny. So, Somebody replied and was like, I'll be wanting that too. <laughs> so, but once I reshared what you did, like four other people replied to my stories. It's like, Tay, I was wondering the same thing. <laughs> and I was like, I didn't know y'all cared. <laughs> yes, because I want to be replying. Like, you'll be playing a song. I think you played, you must have played some song and it must have been in a movie that I just watched. And I was like, I literally just watched the movie. And the shit was off. And I was like, I could text her, but I was like, it's not worth the text. It's like worth the Instagram. I just thought it was so funny because after you said that and like three other people said something and it was like, yes, sis. And I was like, I don't even remember how I started that. I want to say, you know when I think I did that? I think I did it last summer when I had first shared my boyfriend. I think. Oh, okay. I shared and I turned my comments off because it wasn't it wasn't the time. I didn't need people to comment. I think I was just sharing. I was like, I don't need like people. To you didn't want no smiley faces. No I, didn't, I was just like, it's just there. Sometimes on Instagram, I'm just like, I'm just posting. I don't necessarily need it. And I think I just left it. Like, I don't really have a, a reason. It's not, I took it off because everybody had something to say. I was like, fine, I take it off. I, it wasn't something I like was consciously thinking about. I'm glad I said it. I'm glad I was saying it. Attention then. But like literally four people, I was like, y'all, everybody. I said, okay, like no problem. I don't really have a reason. Like it was no concrete reason why. I think that's when I did it. Um, And then I just left it. And I just. I figured, I I mean, I turned my my Instagram notifications off. So I'm only engaging in Instagram when I'm on it. Yeah, I don't have my. I have my notifications off. I have my notifications off. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I just um, thought that was funny. Okay. I was just like, what? Like, who pissed in your Cheerios? Why wouldn't you keep that on? No, uh, speaking of Instagram, share the mic. Share the mic. So I'm going to read. This is basically what was happening with share the mic. So when the when the world listens to women, it listens to white women. But too long, oh, black, hey, black women voices have gone unheard, even though they have been using their voices loudly for centuries to enact change. Mom. So, on June 10th, it was necessary to create a unifying action, and we need to listen to white women. So they uh, created Share the Mic, and the intention of the campaign is to amplify black women and the important work that they do during order to catalyze the change that will only come from when you truly hear each other's voices. So what it was, was it was like, I think 50 women, black and white, and black women that had these platforms was able to share the mic with the white woman's platform so for example That's beautiful you know because of them we can which is by um unique she shared uh katie Couric shared the mic with yeah. her. um who else lovey uh shared the mic with sophia bush uh who else is on See, gia peppers is on there too right? gia peppers yeah brene brown and austin channing brown mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Angelica Ross shared the mic with Hillary Swank, and if you don't know who Angelica Ross is, she was on Pose. R.I.P. 
I love her, you know, trans activist. I love, love her. Um, Daniel Young, also, I love, shared the mic with uh, Kate uh, Slatter, what was on Debbie Brown. So a lot of people, 50 women. I could not get to all the Instagrams, but I definitely paid attention to Unique and Katie Couric. I watched it last night, some of it. My leak, Florence Curlbox, um, shared the mic. It was, it, was, it was great. I think it was important. It was a nice initiative. And I see it has continued for the last two days also. Um, they have mm-hmm. been encouraged for other women in their spaces and their platforms to do that with people in their circle. Like it doesn't have to be people that have big platforms um, to do it. Also, I would like to say happy pride. And yes. that Black trans lives matter. Black gay you. lives matter. Black Lesbian Lives Matter and Black LGBTQIA and Questioning Lives Matter because y'all niggas be trying it. Talking about you, hoteps. Carry on. Um, um, what else? I oh, so um, y'all, Rhea, producer Rhea um, has uh, made me, not made me because that makes me sound like I don't want to do it, but she has invited me to movie nights every other Sunday. From 11 p.m. Eastern to 1 a.m. Eastern, the things you do for your friends when they live by coastal. So on Zoom, <laughs> you don't have to pop up on the camera. You can go back. Um, Producer Rhea be popping up while we recording here in Zoom. She, I wish y'all could see her. Um, so it was really cool. So we had like talked and like you know my friends and we all do this. Like we'll go through times where we like don't talk as much and then we talk again. We check mm-hmm. again and Rhea was like hey, do you think we could, like, start a movie thing? And I was like, yes, because I got time on my hands now. And we, uh, I made a recommendation. So I picked uh, this week, and we we watched. And the funny thing is about this, I'm about to tell y'all about a movie that we didn't even pick for our movie day. But <laughs> I'll tell you the movie that we picked, which was in Education, I think. And it's on HBO. And it's also mad crazy. It's the story of a Long Island, a school in Long Island, that basically had like the biggest embezzlement scam. Like they were using school funds to like buy houses and all stuff. Allison Janey, who was like a fantastic actress, mm-hmm. um, and Hugh Jackman is in it. Um, but it was really good. But that's not the movie I come to talk to you about. Rhea also suggested that I watch this other movie called Premature. And I had seen like some seen that before. What is for. it on? It's on Hulu. It's on yep. well, you can watch it for Hulu for free. Um, and she described it to me as like a current, uh, what's contemporary, I guess would be the better word, just another girl in the IRT. Mm-hmm. Um, and I won't give any spoilers away, but it was really, for the most part, it was really good. I had some small issues with some of the acting, but for the most part, but I'm also super critical of movies, but um, it was really good. I thought the story was relatable um, and important. And you as a social worker, I'm interested if you watch it and like you don't have, you can watch it whenever you feel like it. But um, I think the mother daughter relationship in the film was very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and it wasn't like, I thought it was gonna be taboo or stereotypical, but it wasn't. It was like, oh, this is probably like more real, one of the realest portrayals of a mother daughter relationship I've seen. And, and don't be fooled, like the whole, the book, the book, the movie, does not focus a lot on a mother-daughter relationship, but if you like really watch films and critique films like I do, I, it like 
the interactions between the mother and daughter stood out to me. And I was like, this is actually probably one of the realest um, exchanges and portrayals of like a mother and daughter, period, black or white. It just Mm -hmm. seemed authentic. Um, A lot of New York slang, (laughs) um, which was funny. I was like, do kids in New York still talk like this? I don't know. I gotta (laughs) ask somebody from New York. Um, But it was good. If you should watch it, it's a black film. um, So a black director, it was shot beautifully. Um, it gave me like some Spike Lee vibes um, but y'all okay. should definitely watch this I don't know what we're watching this week I think Rhea it's up to Rhea to choose um, what we will watch so do y'all share it y'all share the screen on Zoom is that what's happening so we had to work it out so technically we watch on FaceTime together and we basically are muted on FaceTime oh. and we take because we we don't share the screen so we'll just say like we're starting at zero 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 time Mm-hmm. And, and watch it and then we take breaks 30 minutes into like every 30 minutes and we come back and like talk about it for like 10 minutes and then we press play and watch it and we talk about it That's funny cute. thing is Rhea tried to have a whole conversation with me after the movie was over and it, like it wasn't 1 a.m in the morning and I was like Rhea <laughs> I gotta go to bed <laughs> she's probably really into it she was like I was into it too but she thought we, I think Rhea thought she was gonna talk to me for another 20-30 minutes and I was That's what like, I'm saying. it's one it's one o'clock in the morning I had been up all day I like um I didn't go to bed but um I can't well since we are talking about uh the movie TV land can we talk about uh Insecure? yeah yes I would love to talk about Insecure I also want to talk about I May Destroy You um, cause I did a, I did like a really cool thing with I May Destroy You. Um, oh wait, did the first episode come on already? It came on after Insecure. Oh, I didn't watch it yet. Okay, so we'll talk. I'm I'll talk about it. the cool hold project it. I got to do. Yeah, hold hold on to that because I didn't watch it yet. But let's talk about Insecure and Molly, I guess. And then. So I was I think I predicted I don't know if it was on this show or other people, but I said that we were gonna see Issa and Molly not be good this season, and I don't yep. think they're going to be good at the end of the season. Um, she. I'm fine with Lawrence and her coming back. I don't, here's the thing, like, I'm fine with it. Like, I think. That's what my group chat said. And I was just like, I just feel like it's dragged out. I think, I mean, I think it's real life. I I think think it's definitely real life. life. I think it's real life. It is. is what I'll take over a happy ending. Cause like, instead of selling people dreams, like I'll take it. Cause I think it's real life. If not Lawrence, then who was Issa going? Like if you take the other suitors, I think Nate's conversation with her was like beautiful. Like I'm appreciating mm-hmm. all these black men talk about being bipolar and mental yep. health issues. Reminds me of Dave. Well, excuse me, Gator on Dave. Um, but mm-hmm. I can see. I think Lisa, Lisa, Issa has grown so much, and and Lawrence has grown so much that I think they might be actually even now. And there's not a, such a disparity in like who they are as people. I really, really appreciate, and this is the episode that Kelly, Natasha, I forget her last, Roswell maybe? Rhea hmm. sent me there right now. She Kelly, directed it? She directed that. And that was one of the most beautiful looking episodes of TV I've, I've seen. Just like the contrast, the writers really got it together. Like, I, there was a, that, there was a particular moment in that episode and it was the one where they were like, at a museum and going through the lights and they kept doing that corny ass back and forth joke where they were like pick a word and make it rhyme it was they were being super corny and that in that moment i was like oh them niggas belong together because that interaction that they have you don't get with 
very rarely can you have a breakup with somebody, friend or non-platonic, and not talk, and then come back and it's back together again. Back I think together. that's a very, very. I think it's a very, very special thing. And I also appreciate it. Appreciated how they, the conversation they had before they got to the fun was like both of them being vulnerable. When they were at the episode before. Yeah, when they were at the, the table, yeah, when they were at the diner. Yeah. Um, and now that I think about it at dinner, it's kind of like it was mirrored between Issa and when the conversation that Issa and Molly had, because I don't think they both were being vulnerable and it didn't work. Oh, wow. Yeah. Look at me. I came up with that real quick. Oh, Go ahead. Look at you. Look at you. Yeah, the Issa and Molly thing, I, when she sent her that text message, I said, oh, it's about to go down. It's a wrap. But it needed to happen because there was no other way like the ice was going to break for them to have a real conversation. And I think Molly thought Issa was just going like fall back into her arms when they were standing outside and Issa yep. not gravel and sis was like, I'm out. And like, yep. and that's fine. Which is like, I saw that coming, which is like, I'm happy. I just find like <laughs> Molly goes to therapy and I'm just like, because you, Molly's therapist should have been getting my, Molly's ass together. She should have been like, getting Molly's ass together. Use your tools from therapy, sis. Every time she do something and she go to therapy, I'm like, sis, you're not... That's you, not what she told you. That's not what she told that's you. That's not what she told you to do. Like, follow. That's a word. How about people that go to therapy and don't listen to that? <laughs> like, that's like, how I felt about Molly that whole episode. Because it started with her in the therapy session. And then I was watching the rest of it. I'm like, sis, you ain't internalized listen nothing in there because she read you in the session one yep and you ain't even like takes us molly's not ready to do her work if this was a yala oh. like you need to leave because you're not ready to do your work <laughs> yeah she's not ready to do it i mean she she's not funny but she's not ready to do her work she's not ready no. to like oh and I, the funny thing is not the funny thing is the sad thing is i think molly has to fall apart before she, she ain't fall apart yet. like yeah, I, don't, I think, like, fall apart means she loses her relationship with Issa. I think it means her and Asian Bay aren't together no more. I think it means work gets bad. Like, I, I, I anticipate that Molly will come back to Issa, and Issa's not going to come back to Molly. Like, I think Issa will be there for her, but I think Molly is going to have to do the bigger, the yeah, bigger the move more work. Yeah, and that, yeah. their relationship is going through a shift, which is fine. Like, it has which is to fine. Yes, and um, correction. Carrie watched it. We knew. Yes, Carrie. The episode before. Episode nine. Episode the one that just played last Sunday. And Natasha Rockwell wrote episode yeah. eight, which is she's even more of a genius. Cause that was that was like that put me in like first season insecure. Like yo, when Issa fucking fell. <laughs> yes. 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 And she stayed, and yes. she on the floor. I said, I yes. like real niggas. Real niggas wrote this. Real yes. niggas wrote this. Because that if you happens. fall like that, you're going to have to spend some time on the goddamn floor. You're not going to get right back up. I'm going to get right back up. Yes. You're going to go to the place and motherfuckers are going to remind you that you fell on the fucking floor. <laughs> yes. Even when you tried to come through, they're like, bitch, didn't your ass just fucking fall? <laughs> Beautiful. Like, yeah, oh that my was God. Great. That, when, she that laid was on the, when she laid on that floor, I said, yes, sit in it. You got yep, to sit in it. What else is there to do? And I wonder now if like her falling on her face was like symbolic of like the shit she needed to do to get right with Lawrence. Like sometimes you just gotta, you gotta fall on your fucking face. Lawrence fell on his fucking. Lawrence had his wake up call when um calamity. What's the girl name? Condoleezza. Condolences. Condola. Condola. Why y'all keep messing up his name? Condolences. When condolences like read him his right. Condolences. That was like his version of falling on his fucking face. And what did what happened when he fell on his fucking face? He came right back to Issa. You listen. 
Insecure, I was like on the fence about y'all, but the last two episodes um, really brought me back. Um, I watched Yvonne, aka Molly's um, stand-up special. Now see, now before I say anything, because I I appreciate your critique, Uh I want to know how you felt about it. That shit was funny. I laughed. That shit was funny. That shit was funny. So I've never listened to Jesus and Joe Law because I don't oh, want to be hearing about I don't want to be hearing about African shit all fucking day. That, like I don't want to hear about but that. But the, the the podcast is not always about the whole episode is not always about. Uh, no, listen, the name, the name. I lo- I love Jesus and Joe Law, and I think I've listened to Lovey's podcast. Mm-hmm. and that's I I love I like Lovey. I read her uh, her first book. Um, so them together is just hilarious. And so, also Molly. Is the one Yvonne, 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 Yvonne. Yes. Yvonne is such a good actress that she is Molly to me. And mm. sometimes I find Molly to be off putting and annoying. So it's hard to hear Yvonne's voice and other things because it sounds like Molly. So, like, I didn't want to watch the stand up because I was like, I don't know. Because I was like, I don't know how I feel about Jesus and Joe Law. And I was like, this month, it's going to be motherfucking Molly. Like, I don't know if I want to see this. I also have a movie night with Marte. We started back up on Tuesdays at her house. So we watched, mm-hmm. that's one of the things we watched for movie night. And the shit was funny. The, I just thought it was, I thought it was mad funny. I thought it was, yeah, it was super funny. Like, it I actually took, was like, oh, I like me, the person. It took me a while, not a while. It took me maybe like 10 minutes to get into it. Because when I first went, I was like, hmm, I don't know. And then I, once it got into it, and she started talking about the jokes about her parents. That's when it got yes. Yeah, she got that's when it, you know, joke yeah, about she got, yeah, joke about parents. It was great. And the dinner, the the dinner joke was funny as well. Cause I was holding her to a high standard because I was like, you know, as you should. Amanda Seals, Amanda Seals comedy special on HBO was like funny from the motherfucking jump. From the first from the first thing. That it was funny from the fucking jump. So but she I would put it this way, I would go see Yvonne and Con like if she performed comedy live, I would go see her live. Yeah, remember she came, she was at NJ Pack in February. And I think you oh, had yeah. you had sent it to me. You had class. Oh yeah, yeah. Cause I knew you liked her, but I would yeah. I would go see her. That was she was good. Um I may yes. destroy you. You didn't watch that yet, right? I didn't I didn't watch it yet. I may destroy you. So I had a cool opportunity like this week. I, um one of the, my coworkers, Tahara. Uh, old co-worker Sahara now she's my friend her sister is a psychiatrist and um, HBO was doing like a lot of like work to push people to watch um, and branded and stuff to push people to watch I May Destroy You so they had these little breakout sessions um, that they were doing on IG Live to like support some of the themes that was Mm -hmm. in the show and Ayana well Dr. Ayana Jordan got um, linked up with uh, Mary Pryor who's like this cannabis weed czar um, mm-hmm. And they did a session about about cannabis and the effects on the brain and how like cannabis, I'm going to say weed, now I'm saying cannabis, but how weed basically is um, demonized, but they were saying like how weed is actually good and how Mary Pryor has actually used weed to help people become addicted, like, become less dependent and not addicted on like harsher drugs. Mm-hmm. Um so it was really good, but I she I like did her PR for her. Like she didn't have a social media page. Oh yeah. I like built her Instagram and built her Twitter, um, and like got to meet some really cool people and talk to some people. So um, it was great. But I watched the show twice because one I watched it it's just somebody because I love the woman and Rhea. If you could type her name so I can say it phonetically, Michelle Cole, Michelle Cole, the lady from Chewing Gum. 
yes, um, from Chewing Gum. She, um, it's her thing. So, like, I've seen her do Chewing Gum. I was like, oh, I really like her. Yeah. Um, she, did, story, she had another Netflix story on. She had another Netflix movie. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah oh, yeah, she did. She did have another Netflix movie. And she was I can't in, remember like, the name like, of like, it. Too for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the story is basically about, it's like an autobiographical tale of, like, something that really did happen to her in real life. And I'm not going to give the rest of it away because you didn't watch it but the first episode was like really good but they um they smoked the characters smoked a lot of weed which was cool which i thought was funny because i was like um this looks like me like and my friends i was like are they trying to say we are addicts but when we listened to the show they were like no that's just like you know weed is demonized but alcohol kills and hurt more people than weed does um and people don't want to talk about that but that was a cool thing but you should we won't talk about the actual show until you watch it otherwise yeah i watched it um this weekend just to correct you guys, her name is Michaela Cole. Thank you. Thank you, producer Rhea. <laughs> we got Michaela it. Cole is her name. So I, I guess I'll fix that. Um, all good. Yeah. All good. Any, anything else? Oh, can you tell your sexy um, Zoom story? Whatever this is. Oh, yes. Yes. Please. So, Rhea, yes, because producer Rhea put in the group, we have a group chat, so we'll put things in the group chat this week, and she was like, have any of y'all had, like, any crazy Zoom stories? And um, Zoom is not new to me, because I work, I work remotely, so I've been using Zoom for a long time, um, and I was, you know, I've seen crazy shit happen on Zoom. I've seen babies throw up. Um, I've seen dogs, like, wild the fuck out. I've seen stuff fall. <laughs> you know, people's kids coming in. I've seen it. Um, one time when I first started working at the job, the job I'm at now, I have a Mac. They give you, they give you PCs and computers, but like, it slows me down because I'm so proficient in using the Mac and I can just work faster because I know the keystrokes. So I like work on my personal MacBook for work. And when we give presentations sometimes in Zoom, you got to share your screen. And if you have a Mac, you know, you can get your text messages Yes, um, yeah, directly yeah. to yeah. your um, mm-hmm. computer. So this is specifically like my summer of hoe. Like I had like a real hoe ass summer. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was entertaining a lot of gentlemen and I was like giving a presentation like during a team meeting on Zoom and I got like so many sex. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't realize this story was about you. <laughs> I had so, I, like I had somebody send me like the, like they wasn't, it, I was just like, damn. And I didn't even have it on preview. I was just like, well. Oh gosh. I just acted like. <laughs> what did you do? <laughs> like when we walk, when you, I literally thought this story was gonna be about somebody else. Now that it's about you, it's even more good. Yeah, I just, I literally. <laughs> like I know, I know, I know. Now when I share my screen, if somebody's like, "Can you share your screen?" I'm like, "Yes, one second. And I go to preferences, <laughs> and I go to enable text messages. Um, because you, you don't want that to happen. You don't, you don't want that to happen. And I appreciate it because no one ever brought it up to me. I probably, because if they read it, they, I mean, they would have to repeat some of the things that they saw and they might not have wanted to repeat some of the things that they saw. So, uh, you know, and I also wonder and hope that maybe sometime, you know, if you're on zoom and somebody's presenting that maybe they had another window open and wasn't even looking at my screen, but no one has ever said anything to me about it um and that is what it is um that sounds good yeah anything else um yes yeah we do we have one more thing so 
I don't know if anyone do you did you watch this enough? Yes, I watched. Uh, yes, absolutely. Yes. So I, I think I love this Jack. is like I love Jack. I love the whole storyline. Um, so I don't know if people have known, but one of the writers, um, Jazz Walters, died by suicide this past week. Um, so we definitely want to send some love to her family, and we want to give a moment of silence um, for Jazz and just take a time. We have been talking about mental health um, and just during this pandemic, but we definitely want to take a moment of silence for Jazz Walters um, and all the people who have completed suicide. Um, so we're going to take a moment of silence. Okay, and um, we also want to say if you or someone you know is at risk of suicide, please call the U.S. National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 800-273-8255. You can text or talk to 741741 or go to com for resources or additional um, services. Um, we want to make sure we keep these people in mind and be their support and there's plenty of ways you can support and just remember to to reach out to your people. Um, it's a stressful time. Specifically yeah, it's, like, this time, I mean, it's, a, it's a lot going on so you, we really just have to stay connected in the midst um, of all those things. Um, there's one thing we don't have an agenda I wanted to say. Yeah, New Jersey, y'all gotta vote. I got my vote by mail ballot this week. Y'all gotta vote. That's all, that's all I, I got. I've been waiting, like literally stalking. You know I love checking the mail anyway. I stalk <laughs> mail for my ballot. And let me tell you how I feel about voting. God rest my grandmother's soul, but my grandmother was a volunteer at the voting poll. Yeah, the polling place. Love to the see polling place in the morning. For a long time. And What's your name, became, baby? Yes, and when I became an adult, I used to, and they changed like the location for her, her group. I used to pick her up, drop off in the morning for work and pick her up after at eight o'clock. So I'm like, when it comes to voting, I always like remember my grandmother and her being one of those people asking for your last name and you know flipping the book upside down so you can sign. Yes. Vote. Sometimes they couldn't read your name and you found it before they yes. did. Yes. Like, Here it is. Yes. It's right here. It's always right the last here. day. I think the register to vote uh, for the mail ballot is June 16th, um, and then we have our primary on July 7th. So make sure y'all get your your ballot in the mail and handle your business. Handle your business. No matter you what you're in, handle your business. Y'all love Dr. Martin Luther King so much. Remember, he was out there protesting so he could fucking vote. So make sure you go vote too. Just don't be for protesting people, and not voting. For the people remember, in the back. Remember, you love to honor our ancestors so much. Honor them because they literally died for the right to vote. Um, that will be a wrap for us this week. We'll see you in two weeks. Please follow, follow us. Follow us on Instagram at the stop at Central and Halsey. Same thing at Facebook. You can email us at the stop and central and Halsey at gmail.com. Um, questions, comments, concerns, you know where to send all that shit. We love you. Be well. Black Lives Matter. <laughs>